0: Your dream deserves to be
1: shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacitas, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself. And I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. Y'all, I am pumped for you to be here and hear from this incredible woman, wife, mother, coach. I was still spruce. I think I just butchered your last name. I was like practicing y'all before. And she was like, oh, you said it perfectly. And then I overthought it when I was saying it. We'll have her pronounce it. But anyways, she is an amazing, amazing, amazing mental health coach. And what she does is something that I don't see a lot of people doing. And what she does is she helps to combine all these different aspects of your life from your brain to your fitness, to what you're thinking and the fact that she can teach you about some of these other, um, modalities, if you want to call them these other tools that you can use in order to help get your goals. But she talks about it so beautifully in the fact that it's not just about doing CrossFit, like she crushes every single day, but it's about doing what's right for you. And the fact that it literally all starts and ends in your mind. So I'm so excited for you to get to hear from her, for you to get to know and love her as much as I do. So welcome.
0: <laughs> thank you, Mary. I'm so honored to be here. And I just want to tell you, like what you've created is so special and amazing. And when you asked me to do this, I was like, what the heck? Like, I'm so honored. And so thank you.
1: Absolutely. Um, yes, it's, this is a place too, of like being able to share Like the raw behind the scenes as well. And I know, like, that's what we're going to go into. And the fact that you were so open about it. And one of the things that I love about you is you're open and you're coachable. And you're like, yes, like, teach me how to do it. Um, Teach me how to, like, crawl, walk, then run, because you truly want to be able to not only succeed for yourself and your family, but you want to bring these other people with you. You're so inclusive and you're so, like, uplifting to everybody who you look at and who you talk to. And it's like, all right, a rising tide. Um, raises all ships and it's like you are that rising tide and you're bringing all the ships with you. And so um, yes, like absolutely.
0: Oh, I receive all that. you're so sweet.
1: Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about like how you got started as a mental health coach and a little bit of your story.
0: Yeah, of course. So I actually was um, a mom to two and I was severely depressed. I actually was on um, an antidepressant for years. And they had got, given me the highest dose of this one kind that you can give. They're like, well, we're not sure like what else to do. Like, you know, maybe we can switch to another medication or whatever. Um, but anyway, <laughs> crazy time. Um, I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't really take care of my kids. Um, it was really, really, really bad. Like it was to the point that like, I didn't know what else to do. I thought I was, I was a lost cause. I was like, like, what do I do? I still had it in my mind that like, I, I need help. Right. Like I wasn't completely just like, okay, I'm never, you know, going to not try, but every day that I woke up, there was just this block in my, in my mind that I couldn't, I couldn't like get rid of it. It was just dark all the time. Um, like I often say now that I can see that the trees are green. I can see that the sky blue and before that I couldn't, I it was dark. Um, and the thoughts were really, really dark. Um, and so during that time, I remember thinking, man, if someone would have something to help me versus just like saying, I'll pray for you, or I, I wish you the, you know, the best of luck or like, let me know if you need anything. I'll bring you a meal. Like, no, I don't need another freaking meal. I need help. Go to a counselor. Well, a counselor couldn't help me. I went to a counselor. Um, they didn't help me. I went to many, many, um, like seminars just to learn about myself and learn how to get over it. And like, that didn't help. And I was like, there has to be something out there that helps me, right? Like there has to be. i, I I'd be willing really to spend a hundred grand at this point. Like I was serious. I was like, I don't care. Um, and so at that point, actually it came to me, um, someone else like said, hey, like there's this coaching. So I started getting coached by uh, someone and I learned that you can actually become a coach yourself. So once I was on my feet and started really learning how my mind works and all that, and how to get over it, like it took, it took quite a while. I'm not going to lie. Like that was a process. Um, but it's years and years and years of, of this damage, you know, this trauma. Um, and so when I got the opportunity to do, to become a coach, I took it and I did spend a lot of money to become a coach, but it was worth it because now I get to help people. So that's a little bit about my story. I know it's like super sad right out of the gate, but um, that's why I became a mental health coach because I feel like when I was in that place, I needed help and no one really helped me for years except I will pray for you, which yes, prayer is great, but I needed help. And so I want to be that for, for that person that is in bed, struggling, that can't get that mental block out of their mind. I love this
1: so much because there's so many times where, like you said, we want that tangible and like something to do. And it's like, I'm not discounting prayer. Like the power of prayer is freaking incredible, but there are some times where we need something else and we need something to help us not feel helpless because it sounds like that's what you felt of like laying in bed with like anxiety and depression and everything else as you felt Like, I don't, I don't even know what to do. And so you found coaching and it was one of those things that brought you out of it. And now you get to be that for somebody else. And it's for the person who wants something tangible that they can hold on to, that they can feel like they're taking the steps. I'm going to go ahead and assume that like, even though you found coaching, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, like the skies have like parted. And like, it was like super simple after it. Like you still had to do the work but it was a next step for you. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I would even say like, you know, even though it wasn't like the coaching wasn't super long, like it wasn't six months or a year. I think, I think that one was like three months, three, four months. And, but it gave me the tools for the rest of my life. Um, and that's, that's why I love what I've learned and what I went through is it gave me the tools to every day, like, Oh, you know what, like what I'm going through you know, and then looking at it and being able to help myself. And so that's why I love coaching so much. And it wasn't like going back into like your chat, Oh, the trauma, like, let's talk about that. No, it was the now what's going on now. And then like dig into that and really just move forward. And so it was a it was a long process. And I'm still in that process. Like after a year and a half, I'm still in that process. I've not had any, um, like I haven't had any depression or anxiety attacks in the last, I would say, year. However, like winter's coming, right, and a lot of us get depressed in the winter. Um, it's coming, and but I've I have the tools now. To help myself, and it's a journey, but I'm not in that place that I can't help myself because I've gotten help now.
1: Mm-hmm. That's huge. Um, and also like having the awareness of like, Hey, winter is coming. Like a lot of people have like seasonal depression. They have, um, when you don't see the sun for days on end and it's cold and you can't leave, you don't want to leave your house. Like, you know, probably not the happiest time, (laughs) but I'm going to go ahead and assume that you have some like practices, some things that you've implemented in order to help you with where you're at. And like knowing that winter's coming. Um, So if that's true, can you talk a little bit about what that looks like for you? In the coaching? Yeah. Like in knowing like, hey, winter's coming. So like just even in coaching or as you as a person, what does it look like for you to be able to like set yourself up for success?
0: Sure. Um, Yes. The first step definitely is being aware. Like I know that winter's coming and this is when I have my darker moments, right? Um, it's always been that way, even when I was severely depressed, um, I would say the wet, summer summer's just like, Oh, I kind of feel normal now. Right. Like I kind of feel okay. Okay. I can, I can go outside. I can go to the pool. It was kind of okay. It wasn't like, I didn't realize what I was missing because this summer was amazing for me, but, um, winter always like came and I was like, Oh man, like, no, just kidding. I'm still the same person. And I didn't realize, you know, that, that it was the winter that really, really set me back. Um, But now what I have is, is understanding that what I'm feeling isn't the truth. It's not always the truth, right? What you're feeling always, um, your thought, and usually it comes from a thought, right? Like what you're thinking creates a feeling, then it creates an action. And then your circumstance, Well, my circumstance was, I was depressed. Okay. Let's go back to that thought. What am I thinking? And I really had to Dig deep on what I was thinking. And most most of the time I was thinking, I'm depressed.
1: Mm-hmm. So guess
0: what? What you think you are, right? You are. But I didn't know how to get out of that. And so um, now just knowing that, like if I have a thought or a feeling, okay, let's go back and change that. Let's go back and change that thought. Um, and most times people think, okay, well, if I think I'm ugly, right? Like a lot of us have struggled with that or are struggling with it. Um, I can just say I'm beautiful. No, because your mind will not be able to wrap around that because you've for so long said that you're not, you're ugly. I mean, this is what a lot of us have done. So it's really harsh, but um, so understanding that you can't just say, oh, I'm beautiful. It doesn't work. You have to go with something much, much lighter. Like um, for instance, I remember telling myself, like, I'm so thankful this morning that my legs work And I built myself up from that to now I can say that I'm beautiful and I love myself and I love, you know, what God has created. Um, so yeah. That's
1: amazing. It's like, you have to break the pattern first before you can like do anything else. And so breaking the pattern of going from like, I'm depressed to like, Hey, what's one thing you're grateful for? Can you look around the fact that you have a roof over your head and people always laugh at me whenever I say like, If there are days where like I wake up and I'm just kind of in a funk and I'm like not the happy, joyful, bouncing off the walls, energizer bunny that like y'all get to see because like it does happen. um, I go back to like the smallest little thing. And I'm like, even if it's like, I'm literally grateful that I'm breathing right now. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I have to do. And then it's like, okay, what's another step up for me? Okay. I'm grateful for like this apartment and like this place that I live. I'm grateful for the fact that I got to move and all of these other things. It's like focusing on that because yes, you hear all the time, the power of gratitude, but do you implement it? Do you believe mm-hmm. that it could be true for you? So if you don't believe that it would work for you, then it's not going to work for you.
0: Exactly. So true. Yeah. And I want to also like go back to, to being depressed. Like what, if you haven't been in that, um, a lot of people haven't, a lot of people have, right. But if you haven't been in that, Um, even like us now saying like, you know, be grateful. You, you can't be in that moment, you know, you need help, but someone tells you like, be grateful or like, just start. You don't know. And that's where I come in. And I like, I'm able to hold your hand and say, you know what, like, let's just process this and fold it together. Let's go through it together. Um, And that's why I love what I do because I truly get to sit one-on-one and just, talk about things and slowly start. And like, after a while, like, and I ask really powerful questions to get out what you want, right. Or what's going on with you. It has nothing to do with me or what anybody else is doing, but it's like really what's inside of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so just telling someone like, Hey, like I'm praying for you. That's great, but that doesn't help them in the moment. No, so that's what I get to do. And I love it so much. And I'm so grateful for for the opportunity. And I'm grateful that I went through that season so that now I can help other people. Cause even since the pandemic, there's so many people like this and I hurt for people like that because I went through it. And if I wouldn't have went through it, I couldn't help people, you know? So absolutely. That's huge. So tell
1: me a little bit about like your, so obviously you went through this, I know a little bit of your story. So tell me a little bit about like how you grew up and how your whole story goes into what you're doing now for coaching.
0: Oh man, (laughs) that gets way back. (laughs) Uh, Well, I actually grew up Amish, um, which I told you that before, but I grew up Amish. Um, and when I was, uh, 10, I believe I was 10 years old. Yeah. My dad actually left, um, our family and he moved in with, um, non-Amish person. He was actually a taxi driver at at the time. Um, It's so odd for the community that we lived in, like, right. Like this was a community that was so plain that the community we were in that they basically shunned us, um, for my dad's actions because it was just so rare. So my cousins basically quit talking to me. Like they would make fun of me at school. It got to the point, my mom wasn't welcome at church anymore, the same So, we had to move out of that community. Uh, We moved two hours away, completely didn't know anybody. I started in a whole new school. Um, Really wild story. But anyway, um, went through that. And then, when I was 16, almost 17, I left and I moved in with my dad because I wanted to get to know him a little bit more. Even though he did what he did, he was still my dad, right? Like, I still loved it. I still love him. Um, So, I moved in with him and then I met my husband. Um, and we got married like when I was 19, so we've been married for eight years. <laughs> um, but I would say going back to when we moved to two hours away and knew no one, I feel like that's kind of like my—I—I I learn how to fight, and I learn how to make friends, and I learn how to be strong on my own. And um, and I love that. I love I love every part of my story because it's truly who I am today. That's anyway. incredible. <laughs> There's a lot more to that story, but I'm not going to go into it, you it. Know, yeah. Of you.
1: No, it just like you sharing. And I know it's the highlights. Like, I know it's not everything, but even in what you shared of like how you met your husband and like looking at your dad, because he is your dad and you know, you love him for who he is and how it made you who you are today. It gives people such an appreciation for where they are and what they're doing. And the fact that Yeah. Like stuff happens. Like it's just the reality of it, but you know, there is the ability again, when you're ready to be able to walk through it and process through it and like, look at it as a positive and not as a negative.
0: Yeah. I would say I will, I definitely go on the, like the far end of that. Like I look at the positive all the time. And I would even say that when I was going through my depression, it was so bad. How, like how well I hid that because I have, I'm very much a positive person. Like, right. Like I see, but there was this missing thing into my life. And I don't know how more people didn't know about it, but there, even now people are like, I didn't know you were depressed. I was depressed for years, but I am to a fault. I'm positive to a fault sometimes. It's like, okay, but I need to feel the feelings, right. I need to go through this and I need to figure it out. Um, and I would say I have learned from that, but I've definitely, uh, been very positive with everything that I've gone through. And it didn't even hit me about um that my family even now is pretty split until this year. This this Christmas. I was like, oh since they're crying like, what is going on? And then it came to me that like my family, like half of my family doesn't get together for Christmas, um, with the people that have left the Amish, right? Like there's this separation there. And for the first time this year, after um five years of it happening now, I would say like Yeah, I didn't feel it. I didn't process it. But 2021 was my year. But this is definitely my year, 2022. (laughs)
1: 2021 like built it, and 2022 is like, oh, we're taking off in this in this rocket ship.
0: Yes, girl. I got the foundation down. Now I'm taking off, and I'm so excited.
1: I am too. It feels good too. Yeah, which is amazing.
0: It does feel. Love that. And you and I are like friends and I love that the most. Like literally, I love that, that you and I have met. And I feel like I know I've met you in person before. Um, but I love social media for this because I just, I love you. And I just love hanging out with you and like talking to you and you're energetic and I love it. And you pull everything out of me. Like, you're like, yeah, you can do it. I'm like, yeah, I can. (laughs) y'all that is the um that's the bad thing about being friends with me
1: is there was one day where I was telling me something and she sent me a voice memo and I was like absolutely not and I was driving somewhere and I called her and I'm like can you talk and she was like oh no and I'm like you just I don't even remember what it was right now but it like wasn't, I think it was something about the fact that you couldn't do it. And I'm like, no, this is what you're going to do. You're going to post this. You're going to do this. You're going to go live. And like, this is what's going to happen. And you started to be like, oh, and you're like, actually, never mind. All right. I'm going to do it. Like let's, this is going to happen. She's like, I don't like you right now. I'm like, perfect. I'm so happy to hear that. Like genuinely, I'm like, you don't have to like me all the
0: time. That's okay. Still love you. You know, the funny thing about that though it's like when you yell at me, I'm like, yep, she's my girl. She's my girl. I love when people call me out on my stuff. Like literally I don't have many people like that, but like you're one of them. And I love it so much. And I was like, dude, she's my girl. Like this is it. We're in it for the long haul. <laughs> Someone who isn't afraid to yell at me is perfect. Oh. Um, and
1: just so y'all know, it's been reversed as well. Like she's yelled at me and been like, Mary, <laughs> We needed to get this, uh, we need to get, we're, we're fixing some health issues. Okay. (laughs) We're getting some things, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Right. So you're going to have to DM her on Instagram. If you want to hear more information, I'm not going to divulge it on the podcast, but if you want to hear more, um, then you can DM her on Instagram or Facebook and we'll put her like links in the show notes below so that y'all can see it. But she is a master at being able to help people. Um, like free their mind, I feel like is what you do. And like, so that they can live a good life. And it's literally your, um, that's your Instagram name, which I didn't mean to.
0: I've got a good life. I know you said it. I'm like, yeah, I've got a good life. <laughs> I've got a good life. It's good. Um, no. And by the way, that health thing we're talking about, we are going to do a podcast on that eventually. Um, we are. So, yeah, we are. Oh, um, I didn't know this. Is this is all yeah, my podcast we're or yours? It. No, yours, definitely yours. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that day.
1: (laughs) Perfect, all right, well, it's going, like, this is gonna be published, so, like, now it's gonna happen. So, if you want, like, a sneak peek, then, like, you can DM Iva and be like, what on earth are y'all talking about that you're being so cryptic? Then you have to DM her.
0: But be careful, because when you do ask me this, uh, I probably will also make you do it. So, just be aware.
1: Yeah. If you want more freedom, if you want to, you know, like feel better about your body, if you want to help on like bloating and acne and, um, food allergies and just to like physically feel better, um, then like DM her, if you don't, then like, that's totally fine too. But yeah, we've also been working on her, um, you know, DMing skills. So she has some killer questions as well to be able to ask people. So,
0: This all ties together, <laughs> it's all ties
1: together. I love it. Okay. Question for you. If you, somebody is listening to this and there's, st- they, they know that there's an area that they just feel stuck in, you mm-hmm. know, it's something with their mental health, something with their brain. They're like, that sounds great. Like I want to walk in freedom, either physically, hello, we can help. She can help you with that. Or like mentally, like what would be your first step for them?
0: Um, first of all, like I would I would like look at it. So when I have a situation, right, I'm like, okay, great. Like, so if it's something that I need to do or wanna do, or like even whatever, it, it really applies to anything, is what's the worst case scenario? And when you do that and you see the worst case scenario, oh, it's really not that bad, right? I mean, like really the worst case scenario is death. And then you are it's not even that bad Just, I mean, I feel like I'm going to heaven anyway. So like it's not that bad, right? Like I I don't know. That's not that bad. So death is like the worst thing, but no, really, if you have like a um, worst case scenario, like what's the worst case scenario. And then what's the best case scenario. Right. And you look at those two and you're like, okay, then you can kind of like, okay, I think I can do this. It just gives you like a bigger picture because often we make it worse in our mind than it really is. Because when you really do worst case scenario, you're like, that's not even that bad. And you kind of laugh at yourself. You're like, oh, my mind is totally playing tricks on me. And that's also one of, what I want to say is often our minds, well, always our minds want to keep us safe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that is what our brain is there to do. Um, When we grew up with our you know, parents and they taught us what to do, what not to do, our brain has that now, that that's safe, right? We didn't die from it. It's here to keep us alive. So whenever we want to do something new, it makes it sound awful because it wants you to stay safe. And so that's often like what you have to realize is just because it's not something that you haven't done. Doesn't mean it's bad. So. Yeah.
1: Our brain's literal job is to keep us alive and starting the business, doing the new thing, like, you know, Whatever it is, the scary thing that's like going on in your brain right now, like that's not necessarily going to keep you alive. Staying where you are is going to be the best odds of survival. And so it's Absolutely. like working through that. And so many times we need a coach too, to be able to coach us through it because our brains, I call them the gremlins, the gremlins yeah. play tricks on us. And cause I'm like, I don't want it to be my brain. Like I want to separate it because I feel like if okay. I separate it, it's easier to like shut them down, but the gremlins they will play tricks on me. And so it's like talking to the gremlins and being like, no, you're wrong. This is the truth. And so many times it's so much easier to talk to a coach to be able to get help with that. So I love that. That's part of what you do as well. So for the people who want to follow you to ask what the heck we're talking about, to get more information on mental health, all of the above, what is the best way for them to find you?
0: Well, um, I, I, I've got a good life on Instagram, you know, so it's literally IVA. So my name is Iva. It's IVA and then got a good life. Um, I'm on there and then on Facebook, Iva Souls And you know, if people are following you or listening to your podcast and they find you, I'm probably in your friends list if you show people your friends list. But yeah.
1: <laughs> and we'll put the um link in the show notes as well. So y'all can just click that and give her a follow. Um, she's absolutely cool. incredible. So Thank you. I Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing what it is that you're doing, who you are, the way that you show up um, for yourself and other people. I know that this is not only helping other people to be able to see some of that vision of what's possible for them, but it's also helping them like take the next step and it's helping them walk towards the vision of freedom. And that's truly what you have in your life. So I appreciate you sharing it. Thank
0: you so much. I receive all that. And thank you for having me. And I just love what you've created. Like I've said before, I love, love, love what you're doing. And I'm so excited for this year and I'm excited for you.
1: Girl, it's good. We got
0: that rocket ship and we're, we're
1: just taking off. Let's go. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I hope you'll have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Dreamers and Action Takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people? I have a dream of working with a hundred million women and helping them to share their dream of the world, and I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at the dreamers.co and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode and I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.